me and my friends outside, we talk about it when like things happen. So, you know, on the news, we hear something or going through Facebook and we see like, yo, this crazy story. And like we all sent to the chat or we post it on our page on Facebook and like we comment. I feel like when I talk to my friends about it, we talk about like how this world is being like corrupt. Me, to be honest, I thought that I would be the one like, you know, in the middle of all the gun violence. But instead, like right now, my path is to try and stop it. My name is Migos. My name is Javon Medford, and I'm 16 years old. I'm 19. My name is Shalana Simon, and I'm 16 years old. In the media, it's most often talked about with like things like Parkland and like mass shootings, which is obviously a different issue in a lot of ways. Soraya, I work with USOS, Youth Organizing to Save Our Streets. It's an after-school program for young people who want to be leaders in their community, who are passionate about anti-gun violence work. I feel like here, the youth aren't necessarily like worrying about mass shootings. Here, one of the different ways we talk about it is the fact that you can be somebody who causes harm and has had harm done to you. None of my close friends or close relatives was like, had their life ended due to gun violence, but it still affects me because like it's in my neighborhood and I've like witnessed it firsthand. I remember when I was younger, I was in fifth grade. This was sort of like winter time. So it started to get dark early. Me and a group of my friends were walking down the corner, going to the store, shots just started letting go and like we didn't know if it was at us or not like we heard the those things that fall we heard them fall and like we saw the flash like i was in the middle of a shootout you know like that and so like i witnessed it and it still affects me but just not in a traumatic way um basically i had a friend who had died from gun violence to me and it was just like a wrong place wrong time and i felt like that impacted me. That was traumatizing, like it was scary. Like I remember just running straight back down the block. And then a few what months later, one of my, one, someone from off the block I live in, he got shot, shot and killed um, during the night. And I like heard all the bad news in the morning when I woke up, everyone in the corner was all sad and stuff. We're treating it like a public health issue and that when one person is affected by violence, those around them become affected by it and that you can prevent it by educating people, speaking out when it happens, and learning about your own triggers. Um, we're also gonna have um, clipboards out there in the event that people uh, wanna learn more about the uh, organization. So when I first came in the group, it was like weird for me. So when I first came in, I was kind of nervous. Like at first I didn't really know what it was about. But then, I got open to everyone and everyone was like open to me and cared about me. We get to talk about how we feel in our community, how safe, how unsafe, what changes we like to see. Once I like got into the program, like it was like, okay, I can't even lie, like I kind of like this, you know? So I just stuck with it. I felt like this was like a second home. All right, all in favor say aye. Aye. Unanimous. We talk a lot about self-care and like trauma and how that can manifest in people and young people ways that they can cope at school where maybe they don't have the same support networks i mean we have school safety agents but we don't really feel safe it makes me feel 
more unsafe, especially like how aggressive they can get. Uh, I feel like I'll be safer if they weren't there. The staff here treat them differently than like staff at their school. We don't have the same pressures, of course. You then feel like you're just being controlled now, like you have limitations to what, basically you have limitations like to reaching your true potential. That's scary in itself. It's not one person is a shooter and one person is a victim. Some of the strongest leaders we've had like at our organization and various programs have been people that have been involved in violence, like perpetrating and want to do something about it. So that we could actually do it. Okay. All right, so um, for the teach back group, we're gonna be meeting in the back office today. And um, they learned to teach back one of our core lessons, conflict escalation and de-escalation. And they are now taking that lesson, but putting it in more in their own words. All right, so basically this is the conflict ladder. And this is how you go from zero to 100 real quick, feel me? Go from comp to rig real quick. I thought it was pretty cool the way like we did everything. First we learned about violence and oppression. We learned about the schools to prison pipeline. We learned about de-escalation. So we did like internal conflict, external conflict. The de-escalation ladder. Tricks and like strategies. Let's say I get angry about something out. Sometimes would want to use my fist instead of using my mouth, but I self-control. Oh, okay. Next we have Kayla. She's feeling to come up here to talk about the de-escalation conversation. Feeling. Kayla. They made a role play. So who wants to uh, be the friend? You want to be the friend? Okay. And then everyone else is kind of instigating. Where they kind of escalated the conflict. So my phone goes off, ding, 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 ding. And are gonna talk about like what things you see when a conflict escalates, what do you see in someone's body language and their tone of voice. She don't subs at me. Yeah, bro, I think they didn't do that real quick. I'm sorry. Yes. No, I'm still real quick. Oh, okay. Same oh. character, guys. Oh, okay, okay, continue. Don't be pressing like my friend. First of all, I'm, I'm talking to your friend. I'm talking to your friend, not you. Talking to you. In the role play, I would say I'm the person that would escalate it. Basically, I'm getting talked about, and I confront the person that's talking about me, but in just like a negative way, like a violent way. I feel like you was doing stuff, so just keep it straightforward. I'm keeping it a whole buck fifty. What are you talking about? That's it. So boom, like I feel like you was doing stuff. I, I want to fight. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, great. So Wonderful. Yeah, so I feel like after at our teach back, we'll be presenting to like youth, like younger than us youth. A little update is that um, we did find a school for the teach back, PS 308. They specifically wanted to work with younger kids. Because I think to like stop or reduce violence we should try to tackle the roots you know and like the roots would always start when you're young so they're going to be with fifth to eighth graders in bed so in like 15 minutes they transition like at 4 30 they transition so when my kids come down i'll bring them over here and you guys can get started all right so Soraya. everyone clap once if you hear me clap twice if you hear me um so we're gonna do a small group activity where you guys are gonna talk in groups about how you may have uh, resolved conflicts or not resolved conflicts, ways you wanna work. 
If you can all count off by four. Okay, so in that scenario, what do you guys see happen? They about to get it off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> about to get it off. A fight broke they about, out. They about to fight. Okay, um, have you guys experienced that type of conflict before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. So, my friend said that he can beat me in WWE 2K19. So I'm like, no you can't. And, and I have a title in that game. Oh, you got a title? You big man status. Okay. I got three titles. My friend who was playing, he was playing Geometry Dash. So, I saw him in the auditorium playing, so I decided to walk by. I walked by and I touched the phone and he lost and then he started yelling. I was like, come on, chill out, bro. It's just a game. You know I'm not going to do that to you, so don't do not do that to me. If you're going to yell at me, just go go in the hallway and chill. So, this five-year-old kid, right? He said he better than me in Fortnite. I kept saying, no, you're not. He kept saying, yeah. He kept begging me to want me to want him. So after I beat him, he takes away my edits, still clapping him. He gives me my edits back, still clapping him. This man is mad. He throws his headphones, his controller. His brother comes in, bro. He like, bro, you broke my controller. And then, well, he just started crying. He got on the mic. He was like, I gotta get off. So do you think you could have handled that differently than what happened? Yes. What do you think you could have did? He could have gave me my edits back and stopped flying. Did you have to go and had to deal with a five-year-old though? I mean, like, sometimes it's it's his fault. It's his fault. He joined my party. He joined your party. Sometimes you have to be the bigger person. Not everything needs a reaction. You know what I mean? We really want them to trust themselves and the wisdom they have about why they do this work. So your gut, like, when I always get into a conflict. My gut is always telling me, Ellie, don't do this, because then you're going to get consequences. My brain so tells me to punch him. My heart tells me to to walk away. My gut tells me to kick him. <laughs> like, why can't you think clearly when you're enraged? Because why? they're too focused on that specific thing that they want to do. I know, like, it's hard to calm down to I know, but, you know, you can do a couple of things. You say it's hard. It's so what hard. do you like to do? It, 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 it's an extremely it, hard. Extreme, it is extremely hard, but, you know, you can count, break it and out, stuff like that. Talk to someone. You can get back to calm from rage. You just have to try. These are young people that maybe have been in a lot of conflicts. Do you have a safe space? Usually I just sit on I just sit under my covers. But that's also what makes them so great at speaking on it. What about outside your house? Do you have somewhere else that makes you feel safe? Uh, I would go up I would go upstairs towards my brother's room. It became like my sense of voice just to speak on my experiences and just make sure like no one else can, you know, experience that. They're really amazing young people. And I'm just really excited that they wanted to take this on, that they were like, I want to go to a middle school. And I just feel like that's beautiful. Like I'm starting to look into like activism because I found something that I enjoy to do and it's really like beneficial to everyone. So like, why not roll with it? Oh, I'm not, but I'm not.